as much as I enjoyed our, uh, you know, our Dan Gardner show, those are always some of the best. We did somewhat, you know, circumvent an April Fool's thing that I was, you know, looking forward to. I'm not going to lie. What were you going to do? So have you ever pulled off an epic April Fool's? No. Never? I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, it's never my thing either. Uh, a good friend of mine from farm school, he, he was always big on it. And I think that's kind of what spurred my interest was the fact he was just always like so over the top dickhead about April Fool's. I just uh, feel like it goes down to like wasting time with me. And I feel like if I'm wasting so much time doing something like that, and you know me, I'm just going to mess it up anyway. So why would I spend so much time doing something I'm just going to mess up? You know, actually, now that I think about it, I feel like if you pulled off an April Fool's, like an epic one, you would apologize before it ever happened. Like, I'm sorry for what's going to happen in two hours. What do you mean? Back in the day, I'll elaborate on this one for a minute since uh, it's quarantine and we're all bored. I decided I was going to pull off this April Fool's joke. And I was heading into work. Normally, like nine days out of 11, work would be slow. So I messaged girl I was dating at the time. And I was just like, hey, not sure what happened. I went out last night. Things got really fuzzy. I, I really don't know. But I woke up this morning and me and this chick were laying naked in the bed together. I, I don't know what happened. All I can do is say, I'm sorry. I don't know. And again, like, I am so sorry. Like, uh, there's nothing more I can say. That is the meanest April Fool's. Well, so I get to work and work's crowded. Like people are everywhere. Literally the only day I've ever rolled into that store and it was crowded. Like both counters at the drive through and she's calling the work line, like blowing it up. And I literally can't answer it because there's people everywhere. She's calling the work line, calling my cell phone. I finally answer it literally like 20 minutes into the day. And all I say is, April Fools! Did she stay with you after that? What do you think? Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me virtually is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Shrinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. How are you, Zeke Baker? Still alive and kicking. I gave you headphones. I'm very happy. There was some feedback on our shows before, and I do want to say what we're doing to keep the show going because I feel like we were just getting everybody around and we were probably all having one too many and just sitting around doing social happy hours and recording it. But Zeke, I left a box full of samples outside of my front door. We let them stay outside long enough so they would not have coronavirus on them. And you came by my house and you picked them up off the porch. So now we have enough material to probably keep us going for another six weeks. Well, I figure the best part is, you know, even if you watch that ring camera thing you have, you don't know if I got those or not. I do because the ring is actually pointed right where I put them. Oh, you put it on the side of the porch. It picks up. Of course I did. I'm a smart guy like that. So you're telling me I could have taken the two Amazon boxes on the other side of the porch and you would have never known. No, I would have known because I would have seen you. It gets the whole porch right there. No, it where. It does. I'll show you the picture. It doesn't get the other side of the porch. So Zeke is referring to the fact that when the builder <laughs> built the house, they built the 
doorbell. It's not facing out. It's facing to the side of the house where the video camera is on my doorbell. It just goes to the side. So you're not getting the whole porch. You're not getting it out to the street. You're getting the whole right side of my porch. Yeah, there, there's one side I can drop a hot car on and you'll never know. I mean, I'd see that you walked over there. I could do deductive reasoning and I could <laughs> see that nobody else came up the steps because I do have a view of the steps. So I'm tall, man. What if I climbed up the balcony side? I don't know. I'd still like to see you fall. We are way deep into this, and I haven't got a chance to let you know that this show today is sponsored by CassCartel.com, changing the industry standard in how you get your alcohol. Now more than ever, you know, getting liquor delivered directly to your house is probably something you're looking for for convenience, and you don't want to get out in the midst of all of this coronavirus stuff. We do want to support our local stores where possible, but you can go to cascartel.com and get liquor shipped directly to your front door. Obviously, some of the more allocated stuff might cost more, but the regular stuff, your drinkers should be pretty close to on par with what you would pay for them. Check it out for yourself, cascartel.com. They have whiskey, they have bourbon, they have rye, they have scotch, vodka, gin, rum, tequila, whatever it is, they have it. Also follow them on Instagram, at cascartel. They're always doing sweet giveaways. They did a giveaway for what we are about to drink tonight, and they sent us a sample, so thank you guys at Cast Cartel. We have a sample of Blanton's Gold. Now that Blanton's Gold is going to be available in the United States... Available in the U.S., let, let's be honest. can say it's technically available in the U.S., but I think that's just a misnomer. Let, let's just go ahead and leave it at the uh, previous status quo because the one day or one release per year. like, Do you know how many bottles are going to be available? Not enough to go around is be my guess. So do you think it would be a distillery-only release or are they going to get it out somehow? I think it would be like, when the strip club offers up free lap dances, first 10 people, guess what? You ain't the first 10. <laughs> Is anyone the first 10? No. Same with this. I hate harping on something, and you and I both agree we never want to come across as negative, but there is a continual trend in Buffalo Trace releases that create more hype more hysteria, like just serve up some effing booze, quit making more allocated products that more people sweat over, that more things go to secondary and more juice never gets consumed. Again, I hate to be negative. It's the least you know way that I ever want me or us to come across, but it started with four grain, then four grain two, then amaranth, and now they're teasing some blend of four grain amaranth and whatever. And oh, by the way, this is a blend of the two. So it's probably leftovers. Oh, by the way, two less bottles of these than any of those previous releases. So sweat this even more. Like, I mean, you know, people are looking for older MGP because they know that they can upsell for it and get good margin. And so I think there are people, you know, it's a good business decision. I think those brands that are doing some of that, I mean, you can blatantly see that there are brands that are NDPs that are like, I'm going to go get this super old MGP because I want to do a limited release that I can price at 250 Or, you know, there's things that are just popping out. And, and instead of 
I think people are riding the hype train in some things. I don't think it's just Buffalo Trace. I think it's bourbon. If there's something that people can ride that hype, they're going to go do it. I'm not knocking anyone for it. I'm just saying that most of the people that are hyping things up are NDPs. So I get that. And those are small people that are trying to drum up business and trying to make a name for themselves. That's fine. That's hustling. When you're already the biggest kid on the block, I'm tired of it. It's done. I don't think they've done as bad as like Beam did with raising the price of bookers and some of the other stuff they've done. So they don't raise the price. That's cool. But can you find it on a shelf? You can't find it on a shelf, but that's not necessarily part of it too, is that even if the stuff were to hit the shelf, the distributors are taking a couple out for themselves. You have the store owners taking a couple out for themselves because they are the most coveted whiskey right now. So I don't think you can fully blame Buffalo Trace for all of that when there are multiple people that have their hands in the pot. Hey, man, first 10 in the strip club, get a free lap dance. There are no first 10. I'm just saying there's there's a lot of other people there. You can't just blame them on their own. And I'm not trying to take I'm their just side. saying it's, it's Bush League to be the biggest boy on the block and still to create the rumor mill, the hype train, the chase. Either put something out we can all drink and buy. Admittedly, you and I, we, we've been lucky to try the majority of these products. Heck yeah, Granted, we have. A lot of times we've tried them at a secondary price, and we foot the bill for it. Just literally to say we could try it and review it honestly for people. But at the end of the day, like you're already making money hand over foot. Why do you need to create these ultra limited releases, you know, are ultimately going to end up on the secondary boards and then for them to take the biggest stance of any distillery against secondary, it's pointless. I'm on a soapbox and I'm sorry, but it's pointless. Well, now that you've taken me, I said, Hey, I need a quick show that I can go ahead and edit before tomorrow. And you've gone and taken this and gone someplace else. What did you think about the Blanton's gold? I am generally a big fan of Blanton's Gold. I know some previous shows and offline conversations, I think you and I have both agreed in one of the rare instances that gold is probably the best Blanton's release. Generally speaking, I'll tell people my my rule of thumb with Blanton's is straight from the barrel. If it gets above 130, it's literally just too hot. It's not enjoyable. Blanton's Gold is... It just seems to dial in the the sweet spot for where it is. The notes that I had nose-wise initially just get a rush of sweet sugars. Literally everything about it just almost seems um, caramelized, so to speak. Then behind it, uh, some kind of mix of like raspberries and blueberries. But just sugars, floral, you can't breathe enough of it almost. How about yourself? So it's funny, everything you were talking about, I still kind of love straight from the barrel more than gold, just because I always love straight from the barrel. I do love gold. I think it's good. I I almost, you know, my favorite Blanton's is silver that's discontinued that we can't get anymore. I mean, remember when we had that show, you found yourself with a bottle, a half a bottle of silver. We enjoyed that. That was great. But I still do love gold. I think this one on the nose for me, it's a lot of butterscotch and floral notes. So if you're asking me, I know you want us to be specific this year. If you're asking me to specifically tell you what type of flower I smell, 
you can go to hell. But it is floral and butterscotch. The taste. I just I, told you citrus was off the board. That was it, really. I get butterscotch and caramel. I also get a little bit of oak on the taste, which is surprising for such a young whiskey that I do get oak there. But it's not like terrible oaky, like this is over oaked. It's just like, oh, hey, this is like a four-year-old whiskey. I'm kind of surprised to be getting oak on there. It's good. I do love the gold. I think anything, I think Blanton's is hindered getting put out at a lower proof. And I think that 100 to 110 for Blanton's is really the sweet spot with that mash bill that if they were to bump it up there, you would see a lot of people just go crazy over some Blanton's. I agree with you, especially on the oak aspect. And that's not something I normally remember or think of for gold. But I even caught it on the front palate, which surprised me to a fair degree. But I, I really thought uh, right as it hit the tongue, there was a the strong sugars hit, but also the oak hit early on. When you move that and it moves toward the back palate, there was a, a really good amount of the vanillas, the tannins. The proof even hits at a good point like there's alcohol singe but it's not so much to where you'd even want to fool with putting any water in there the last note i wrote as you were speaking and had another taste of this was simply it's not perfect by any means but at the same time it's almost a perfect profile of what you would want for a neat bourbon to any consumer across the board like if there's something that's that's going to be, I guess, receive a similar review to everyone, I think this would be it. I could see that. There's enough proof. There's enough sweet. There's enough oak for the folks that like that. I mean, forever and a day, you and I have both always um, straight away from checks all the boxes just because it always seems, uh, you know, a lack of description or a cop out. But literally i i don't i can't find a spot where this doesn't hit that would appeal to the masses in some way no i'd agree with you and on that note i think it's easy enough for us to say that we both would buy this i don't even need to debate it with you i know we both would buy it no i just hope the fact that they're doing a once yearly release in the states now that doesn't affect the other places where you can get this and the price of it because as it is now you know you can get it from across the pond, if you get two, obviously you save on shipping. It's easily worth the price you pay for the product. But if this starts getting a secondary value, then that's just one more thing that's been ruined. I get what you're saying. Thanks to Cass Cartel, this is always a great dram. And literally, um, I've had some Blanton straight from the barrel that I loved. Had some, I literally dumped out. Gold always hits just right in the honey spot for me, at least. Well, gold is best. Zeke is holding up his gold iPhone right now. That is like an iPhone 2. Hey, don't forget our boy Tom. He did the TC gold is best. I know. Well, that's why I said gold is best. Zeke, what are you drink? Are you drinking out of a wee Glen Karen? Yeah, you, you, you gave me this there, uh, squatting dog. I know it's a, a dad's drinking bourbon, wee Glen Karen from our friends over at distilleryproducts.com. It, it looks so big in my hand, though. That's the first time you've ever said that, Zeke. No, um, I'm a fan of these things. They're great for tastings. If you ever line up a tasting for people or run through some blinds yourself, a quarter to a half ounce is more than enough to 
become familiar with your dance partner, so to speak. So these are ideal for me. Absolutely. And our friends over at distilleryproducts.com have the Wee Glens, they have the regular Glens, they have the Neat Glass, they have the Tua Glass, the Rocks Glass, whatever it is, they have it. They are the only place in North America where you can wholesale laser etch the Neat Glass. They are the only place to get the Tua Glass. And they will laser etch your logo on these glasses. Now you have to buy enough to make it worth it for you. So you might buy a whole case of glands. But go ahead. If you have a group, if you have a restaurant, if you have a distillery, chances are you already know about distilleryproducts.com. Go see my friends Janie, Carson, Vicky. If you want me to get you in touch with them, feel free to send me a message. I'll be happy to. Thank you to Cass Cartel again for sending us Blanton's Gold. Go to cascartel.com. You can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can download our podcast wherever you want to download a podcast. Any of the podcast apps, we are on it. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? I was just simply going to say, I mean, if there was never a time to use Cast Cartel, it's now. It's COVID and quarantine approved. What else do you need to know, people? Ciao. You stole my shit. <laughs>